Hey there, how's it going? Top of the morning to you. I think for a second there I almost tried to sing properly. But I pulled back, people, I pulled back. Like the top of a banana, I pulled the skin back. Um, How's it going? Random podcast number 38, I do believe, February 7th. Is this? Jesus, time flies when you're gibbering on. Time flies when you're doing God only knows what with your life. What are you up to? Who knows? Let's find out. I have a good story to start by as I get into it, huh, people? Get into my pointless stories. But then again, I realize my stories are a lot like life. Pointless. Meaningless. Without a point. No real clear ending. Who knows? And at the end, you're left slightly disappointed. You expected more, and I under-delivered. Happy days, happy days. Uh, it's a bit of a weird... I had a weird one yesterday. My phone's been broken. So a couple of weeks ago, a girl came up drunk at the bar and slammed her drink drunk. Onto my phone that I'd put on the bar for two seconds, smashed the screen, and then she ran away in hysterics, as you do. So my phone has been dodgy. And then yesterday I was getting out of my car. Um, it's like nighttime, it was weird, dark. I was trying to text and get out of my car at the same time on the street. And the bird... A bird flew into me, my arm, surprised me, shocked me, knocked my phone out of my hand. Phone hit the ground and smashed into smithereens. Pretty odd for a bird to fly into someone. I did remember I caught a swallow in my hand here before when I was walking down the street. A little bird, I think it was a swallow, tiny little thing, darting around. I was walking. It flew into my hand as I walked. I went, ah, threw it out of my hand, and it flew away to safety. Off to tell his or her friends about the time that he or her flew into an Irishman's hand on Holloway Drive in West Hollywood. So that was yesterday. That was odd. Uh... For your small phone to smash, screen just gone. The LCD apparently in the back also departed. I got back to my abode. I phoned up a place nearby that fixes phones. Dude told me, oh, $69 to fix that. Bring it down. So I went straight down. If ever you're stuck to phone, you don't have a phone, you need the phone, you know you can ring landlines off google happy days gmail anyway that happened yesterday phone bust so i go down there drop off my phone to do was like all right man come back in 20 just walk in the streets if you ever tried to kill time when you're not near stuff you know i didn't bring a book like a schoolboy. 20 minutes when you don't have a phone to kill time oh that felt like four hours Walking around, everything was closed, couldn't even go into clothes shops or any old shop. 
Just window shopping, walking the streets of Melrose. Friends, she went back. The dude was like, oh, it's actually $100. Is that cool? And I was like, what? Yeah, you. I needed to fix something else. So he overcharged me, the prick. But I didn't care because I was in a peaceful state of mind. So I said, all right, cool, man. Thank you. And I left and he shut up shop. Turned off the lights, locked the door. And that's when I realized he hadn't fixed the screen. The touch screen, all my P's, my O's, everything didn't work still. The screen was going crazy. So that was handy, overcharged me and under-delivered on service. Thank you. This is a lot of repair people do in LA, I think. This is just me. I fixed my car before. Paid him like two grand or something. Fixed one component of the car, but I don't think he fixed it properly. My clutch. And then... It led to problems in my transmission. He definitely screwed me over. Happy days. It should not be like this. My car sounds like a cat trying to puke up a hairball, which is a nice sound when you're driving around. Here's a little trick I've learned. Uh, if you're driving around and your car sounds like it's about to heave and give up, even though he spent two grand on it recently, and they want another two grand potentially to fix it even more. You're like, ah, oh, you bastards. I can't use fourth gear, but say nothing. Can't also use third gear, but say nothing. Just puttering around in a little Mustang, Sally. Uh, oh, yeah, a trick of your car sounds dodge and you don't know anything about cars. This is what I do. I turn up the radio. Turn up the radio and drown out the sound of, sound of clanking and clicking. Clack, clackety, click. Oh, it sounds painful. It hurts me inside. Listening to my car as I drive. So I keep it local, people. Keep it local. Unless I have to go far and then I Uber. But anyway, the phone dude was like, I think he was distracting me. I handed him my card and that's when he was like, how did that happen? It was like a bird flew into my hand, knocked my phone out of my hand, and that smashed. And he was like, wow, of all the years I've worked in this shop fixing phones, that is by far the strangest story I've ever heard. That is very random. You should write that story down. Just for fun, you should write that down, because that's the story you should tell your kids. Has anything that weird happened to you before? That's what she said to me. And I said, yeah... Kind of on a daily basis now at this stage for some reason. Something odd seems to happen. Even though that's the point of the pointless story. It's a lot like life. No point. I just left. Realized he screwed me over. And I had to go back today. Go back today. And he said, alright, we're going to have to calibrate or something. So I go back. Expecting him to say it's $100 more. He tells me, oh, give me 40 minutes. 40 minutes, I just thought he was going to like pop it open and push a button. I was like, ah, oh, for God's sakes. Once again, forgot a book. Once again, did not have my phone to kill time. That was a long 40 minutes. Walking the streets of Melrose. Wondering about life. Was it going to rain? It's raining in LA a lot. 40 minutes without a phone. Tough times. Third word problems, I think they're called. Third word problems.
problems. Did I just say word instead of world? I do well enunciating and mumbling and bumbling true stories. True stories are true stories. Who knows? Who cares? The rambles are kicking in. I just had a coffee. Did a lot of writing today. My hand is sore. So I said I'll talk for a while instead of writing. Let me talk. Let me speak to the world. The random world. Listening in from all four corners of the globe. As you might well know, a globe has no corners. Isn't that ironic? Uh, so that's been my day, writing and fixing a phone that I uh, thought was already fixed. Happy days, happy days. Oh, I was in a good mood yesterday. That's why I didn't really care about the phone. Even though that bird cost me $100. What's money? What's money? Could have put it through the, to the care fund, but I'm sick of paying in that care fund. I did hot yoga just before that bird incident. If you've never done hot yoga, I think you should do it. I used to do it before, and then I stopped like an idiot. Jesus, you feel unreal after it. Especially, like, when I go to the gym, usually I try my best not to sweat, because it feels uncomfortable. I don't like half sweating. I prefer to fully sweat than half sweat. Don't want to ruin my great hair. If you're having a good hair day, it's tough. You know, you want to say, should I go to the gym and then I'll ruin it all and I have to go back to stage one, take a shower, put in some product, not feel comfortable, get the sweats. Oh, because my hair is annoying me. It's a big undertaking, people. Big undertaking. But if you go to hot yoga, you're just like, all right, I'm going to sweat. I went to this hot yoga, hot eight yoga. It's actually, I think I have to find a new one. Because I ate yoga in Beverly Hills. I don't know if you've ever been, but there's too many good-looking people there. Every single person. I'd say literally 95% of the people are beautiful. It's mostly all women. There's a couple of dudes as well, but they're all just chiseled models. Jesus, the women are just like, oh my God, look at her. Jesus Christ, look at her. Sweet Jesus, look at her. And you've barely taken a foot in the door. It is insane, the talent. They should call it hot tens only yoga. It's very nine, it's tough. Someone like myself, trying to pose and look cool with the cool people. My big pink sweaty pig head. I stood in this room. I was late for the class I was meant to go to. I was like, ah, oh, they'll let me in. I was 10 minutes late. I got stuck behind the bus. You know how traffic is in LA. It's horrendous. Stuck behind the bus and uh, so I went to this other class. Barre, is that how you pronounce it? B-R-A-R-R-E. I was like, well, what kind of class is this? Oh, it's like hot yoga infused with ballet. I was like, ah, yes, I'll take a ballet class. Might as well go full West Hollywood if I'm here. Let's take a hot yoga ballet class. It was packed, packed. I've never seen a yoga class so busy. The whole place was packed. Just beautiful. I don't know, why? There's your dating apps. Go down there and just hang out at the classes. All of a bit creepy too. How's it going, ladies? Uh, don't mind me. They're dripping, dripping sweat from every pore. I stood in the room like, 
I think it was started at quarter to six. And I went into the room about 22. And I'd say by 18 minutes to, I was sweating. It's so hot. It's like ridiculously hot. Uh, I think it's like 115 degrees. I might be wrong. Pulling figures from my anus. But it was unreal. Sweating, dripping. Jesus, tough too. And people here are mental. I can't see it. In Ireland, people just be like, oh yeah, do that there if you want. This instructor was good, but it was also funny. She was like, God, she's like an army drill sergeant. Hey, what's your name? I'd like to meet everyone in the class. What is your name? Mark? Merrick? Okay. Are you ready for a class? Are you ready to sweat? I'm just standing there going, yeah, I wish I told you a fake name. Uh, okay, let's go. And one, and two, and one, and two, and three. And you're just going full force. Usually yoga's like all slow. Come on, connect with your breath. This one was just going mental. It's good though. Sweat pissing, pissing out of me. I don't think I've sweat as much. You're doing squats. You're doing pirouettes. You're doing all this stuff. You're getting into baby pose just to take a break. It's tough. It's tough. At first I thought, ah, sure. I'll just coast through this. So many good looking women in the class. Let's try and stay looking cool at the back. Let's try and stay looking cool, fresh. Calm and collected. Isn't that what they say about you? I said to myself in my head, cool, fresh, calm and collected haze, they call me. Within two seconds, I was wheezing. I was crying, yelling. I've got this crazy yoga instructor just shouting at me, You can do it, Mark. You can do it, Merrick. Was it Eric? What's your name? It was tough. Felt like I was in the army. But it was a ballet class, essentially. So that'll tell you what kind of toughness I have in my back pocket. I'm going again today, though, because I want to sweat my balls off. I gotta find one with ugly people. Too good looking. Too good looking. What's going on? Oh, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday the other day, unreal game. Jeez, Super Bowl's taking, football is taking over. Not obviously from soccer. Still watching, but it's too early for me to watch soccer games here. They're on like at 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. No, 5 in the morning. That's still early. 8 in the morning is early for me. So my la- there's a severe lack of live sport in my life, but I fill the void by watching American football. Obviously, when I first came to America, I was like, what team will I support? And this guy showed me, oh, you're Irish. I was in Boston. He was like, check out the Patriots, man. So I became a bandwagon Patriots fan. Go Tom Brady. I was going to watch it at home. Just because I don't like a lot of these parties. Uh, There was a few people I was like, oh, let's see what they're up to. Then I have one buddy. Sound man, comedian, staying down at fancy Beverly Hills Hotel. So he's like, come down. So I go down, montage. I heard about this before. It's pretty, pretty, pretty nice. Then I go in. He was like, I'm staying up in this room. I go up. This is not a normal hotel room. This is bigger than my abode. Three bedrooms, I think. 
an office, a full kitchen, hallways, a wine cellar. Who has a wine cellar in their hotel room? Not a bad spot to watch the old Super Bowl, as they say. It's pretty nuts, though. Like a wine cellar. I was just walking around. I got lost. I've never got lost in a hotel room before. I was like, oh, which way is this? Ah, Jesus, I'm lost. I'm in the wine cellar. Hang on, no. Now I'm by the grand piano. Down there watching us. Good old hoot. Some game. Jesus, mental. They were all Atlanta fans, too, except for me and this one dude. Down and out. Good old Tom Brady. Giselle's husband. Deliver the goods. Some game. So that was an old, nice old uh, Super Bowl Sunday. It's funny, on the way, Uber driver was like, I don't know where he's from again. He was just giving out about, man, American football, so stupid. He was Polish, but like sounded American. He's telling me American football was stupid because I was Irish. He then said, people who watch it are dumb. He then asked me, where are you off to? I said, Super Bowl watching party or viewing party, something like that. He looked at me weird. He got upset. He didn't talk to me again after it. Happy, happy, happy days. I think my Uber driver back was also a bit of a winner. He told me, I'm so high I can't even drive as he was driving us along. So that was nice. Uber is a good old... I did my Uber driver yesterday. He was like, man, I almost didn't pick you up. I was like, oh, yeah, why was that? He was like, oh, man, I told my son I'd pick him up from school, but nah, I want to make money, man. I want to buy some PlayStation games or whatever he said, PS games. I was like, will he not mind, your son not mind that you're not picking him up from school? He's only seven. I don't need to keep my promises to him. How is he going to know? Like, all right, man, I'll give you five stars for the way you treat your son. I'm sure in the long term, it'll have no bad effects on him whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, floating around and trying to think what else. What else has been going on in LA? Yeah, doing some gibbering on Irish radio recently, the main Irish station. 2FM Nighttime show The Chris and Kira show I do believe it's called On Talking About Me Gibbering in LA They went pretty well though They want me back now all the time To fill them in on my adventures I think I thank the podcast And the listeners For helping me develop Such an elegant and sophisticated radio voice. Good work, everybody. Look at what it came about. Oh, I did a soccer podcast, too. Check that out. It's on my Twitter. Dean Edwards. Funny, funny, funny comedian. It's his podcast. I go on now and again to talk about gibbering soccer with him. So check that out if you want to hear more of me gibber. And then I've been writing some TV stuff, pitching shows, time to sell. Sell my soul or sell my body. It's one or the other. Uh, For some reason today, I've been getting weird people. 
offering me stuff. It's one girl. It's weird. It's hard in LA. You don't know if they're going to be like, oh, yeah, meet this person. You're like, nah, that's a waste of time. But sometimes it's not a waste of time. And uh, 99% of the time, it is a waste of time. This one person kept telling me that they package TV shows. These, This person was very well off. Looked like a person who might package TV shows. Met up, had an old chat. Tried to figure out what exactly do you do. I was keeping me cards close to me just as they say. So I was like, what? what? What exactly is packaging TV shows? Like, I know what it is, but I just want to hear what they do of it. And then it was like, oh, I package TV shows. Oh, yeah, but what do you actually do? I package the TV show. But what like, what, what do you do for that? I package the show. I'd be like, what do you actually do? A package. A package. You know, there's TV shows. Yeah, I package TV shows. And I'm like, all right, well, what do you actually do? God damn it, I package TV shows. You're like, oh. Your parents are rich, is what you're trying to tell me? They were telling me, oh, my parents just were, they were in America, in Ireland. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they went to all these places. I'm like, ah, right. They flew private jet to Ireland. I'm like, ah, right. That's where your air of success comes from. You have rich parents. And you don't actually know what packaging a TV show means. Also told me that they'd asked to be on. They're not only packaging TV shows, but also an actor. As you do. The, this person was meant to be a, a lead on a big TV show, apparently. I was like, oh, I think my friend writes for that show. I'm not sure if he does. Just talking gibberish back. And then there was a snap. And this person was like, oh my god. Does he really? Can you send him my reel? Do you want me to send your reel? I thought they really wanted you on the show as a lead. Apparently not. Apparently I'm saying all the right stuff to call your bluff. Then they're asking me, oh, so like what stations do you see these TV ideas of yours? I mentioned one. They mentioned, oh my God, my best friend runs HBO. I mentioned, really? They said, Yes. I said, what do they actually do? Do they run it? Yes. What role do they have? He's like a director of HBO. I was like, all right, that's not a role. What's his name? B. I was like, B what? Just B. All I know is that his name is B. So this person's best friend, that's all she knew about him. That his name was B. Um, so yeah, that's the kind of meetings you take in LA. People with a load of money and you think, are they spoofing, are they not? Invariably, they are spoofing. Uh, at least it's cannon fodder. Is that what they say? What if I die just in a mound of material? 
everything happens and I end up using none of it. Maybe it's time to write another book. At least there's something where to put it. Here's a little book. That was the good thing at the Super Bowl party I was at. I could hear people talking about me from the other side of the room. People who've read my books. And other people there asking, oh, who's he? And people saying, oh, he's a comedian and an author. And me eating some fancy olive sushi roll of some sort. So that's why it's good having the books. Because you can show up not really having combed your hair at this very fancy party, but the books will make people go, ah, that's why his hair is like that. He writes books, amongst other things. He writes books. So that was cool. Cam collected. What am I jibbering about? This coffee is it wearing on or wearing off? I don't even know. That other person told me as well, oh, we should discuss the, the TV more. If you want to come by my house, I'll be home around 1 a.m. You'll be right over for a meeting at 1 a.m. Sounds about right to me. Getting a lot of good offers like that recently. I had this guy offer me, he told me he wrote a script for me. After meeting me, he uh, he wrote a short really wanted me to do it I was like eh talking to him at this party wasn't really feeling it but you know better to say yeah let me see it than no so I read it and it was basically like a soft core gay porn where it was just me and this dude hooking up all the time a pansexual Irishman takes advantage of this poor guy who wrote the whole script and then got offended when I said I didn't want to do it. So that was good. And his friend also got offended. They're like, why don't you want to play the role? I was like, it doesn't really seem like the kind of role I want to play. It's weird, this dude as well tends to be straight to me. But like over the top. So he's crude about women. And really, he's very, very gay himself. It's an odd, odd mix. Then I, I left that side of the party I was at. I went to a different side of the party. Him and his buddy then were kind of within earshot. I heard him talking about pinning down someone and pulling. I thought they were talking about a girl pulling her hair. I was like, who are you on about? There's no girls here. Why are you being so crude? Then I realized, oh, you're talking about me. That's nice. Time for me to leave this party. Out of there I got and ran home full of joy, full of joy and happiness. I realized with that radio, it's all about the sound bites. I remember first when I was going on the radio back in Ireland, I used to be like, oh, I'm going to tell this rambling story for 10 minutes. The first eight minutes are going to be pointless me just speaking words and then we'll get to the final chunk of it two minutes at the end and they'll play the whole thing and then I realized oh they cut it all you gotta give them sound bites so now whenever someone asks how's LA I'd say it's easier just to say great instead of every day I regret choosing to pursue my hopes and dreams Soundbite Hayes, they call me. Soundbite Hayes. I did see a woman as well the other day who might be my soulmate. 
Some woman was bombing the street. She was like pregnant beyond belief. She must have been seven months pregnant. Eight. Don't know how I know the difference between seven and eight months pregnant, but she was popping. She was always wearing a pink cowboy hat, smoking a cigarette, and drinking whiskey straight from the bottle. She was standing by Whiskey Gogo, the rock place. Didn't know if she lived around here or what's the story, but I drove past my soulmate. Hope she's listening. Give me a call. Uh, did hear my neighbour as well the other day. Tried to figure out what M pity was meant. What does M stand for in M pity? Then realised after a lot of thinking she meant empathy. What does empathy mean? M pity. So yeah, I think LA is dumbing me down and fighting hard. Although I did realise the other day. I was trying to write the word banana and I had to pause, stop and think, how do you spell banana? Whereas before, I had that word down pat. Now I'm pausing. I had to use the word as well. What did I say the other day? Something of my choosing. And it took me so long to cop on to spell choosing. It was like choosing. I chose, chosen, is chosen the word? That might make more sense if it's written down, but you never know, you never know. Uh, Alright, my jibber's running low. Um, Time for me to go back and get my hot yoga on. Definitely had more stuff to talk about, but now I forget what it all is. I realized LA is full of beautiful, sad, horny, single people not having sex, which might explain why everyone's mental and no one can drive. Classic insight. It's true. They're also gluten-free. Maybe that's why they're mental in the head. Hungry. Am I just describing myself? Is that what it's come to? Have I become half-circle? I'm now mocking me, mocking LA, mocking myself. Uh, oh, I did think of one other Uber driver I had the other day. Got into his car and he's watching porn on his phone while he's waiting for me. Weirdly enough, that's the second time that that's happened to me. So, yeah. Not many points to this whole thing, but uh, there we go. That was a lovely, lovely podcast um, oh, I did get asked to a swingers party on Saturday Sunday too actually I got asked to two the minute you tell people you got asked to a swingers party other people say oh I didn't realise you were into that I'm going to one too do you want to come with me another nice thing people have told me in LA recently I'd like you more viewed more Instagram followers so if you're listening Go follow me on Instagram so people in LA can think I'm popular and enjoy me more. Um, Alright, it's been great, it's been wonderful. I'll fill you in on the rest of uh, whatever else is going on. That's about it, I'd say. Check out some shows in LA, I'll be posting them on Twitter. Twitter this week. Um, here's another thing that guys in LA tell me a lot you'd be surprised how many of them start conversations straight dudes with I'm not gay but and then they chat you up 
It's a weird thing that happens. I also saw a girl take a bite of pizza, pose for a photo, and then spit it out. In case you're wondering what going for dinner in LA is like, it's a lot of that. Alright, oh, I'm actually at the improv as well. If you're around Valentine's Night, February 14th, come along. Um, It'll be mighty. Improv, Melrose, Hollywood, Ron White's on the show as well, I do believe. Maybe another big old mighty comedian too. Check my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, no, Snapchat, is that what it's called? At Trickadoo, T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U, my website, Marquez.tv. And I do believe if you want to read my books... They are on Amazon, random, randomer, and pre-dumb before I came to L.A. They're also on Book Soup here in West Hollywood. And I do believe I have an article in the Examiner paper this Saturday. Check it out. All about red carpets or something like that. I wrote it so long ago, I now forget. Kind of like the start of this podcast. Started so long ago, I now forget why, what I was meant to say. Alright, been a pleasure. Good work. Hey, people in the back, good listening. Thank you. Careful of birds attacking you, assaulting you. Just keep an eye out for the phones. Uh, if your car starts sounding like a cat puking up hairballs, just turn up the radio. And as I'd say, as they say in the business, that is that. Time for me to go sweat and wail and cry in a hot yoga class and hopefully not get turned on. Because nobody likes being turned on while they're crying and wailing and sweating. Besides me, of course. Good duck. 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 Good duck.